Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Wednesday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Herridge here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. It was an interesting day of trading today. Looked like it was going to be a really strong rebound session after yesterday where we got a, a weak start to the day, but we saw a strong smart money hour close, which is exactly what you want to see from the market, the beginning of trading, usually referred to as amateur hour. And then the smart money close can provide a big tell of who's buying and how much uh, at the end of the day. So seeing a strong close is a very bullish sign. And we got some of it carrying over today. We got a number of new all-time highs. We still finished with two out of our four major indexes positive on the day. And on where we did finish lower, we finished off of the lows of the day as well. So not all bad out there. Really some pretty good action when you dig under the hood of the market here, which I, I will hear in this podcast. But first, just a couple economic things to get out of the way. This Friday, we get the, uh, the April jobs report. And there seems to be... A little bit of trepidation from market watchers and analysts, especially after what happened yesterday when Janie Ellett came out and said that rates will need to rise. Of course, just a few hours later, she waited till after the close to walk back those comments. But by that time, the damage was done. And really, the damage was done psychologically. And this fits into the frame of this jobs report because a lot of Analysts are now expecting a blowout jobs number, and which of course we'd love to see, love to see American uh, employment increasing. But if it's too strong, that could confirm exactly what Yellow was saying. We start to expect job increases, then rates will begin to rise. So that's where you can see how that damage was done over the last few months. Really. Longer than that, even we've been in this Goldilocks environment. You've probably heard a lot of analysts talk about this, but especially for the effect of unemployment on interest rates, it's been not too hot, not too cold. But this this week could form a little bit of a of a divide in that group. So, looking at the Bloomberg analysts who released what they're expecting from the jobs report on Friday. 33 of the 69 analysts reported expectations of a million jobs plus, with some saying it could be over 2 million. So like I said, we'd love to see a a strong jobs number, but it does add to that fear in the market that later on in the year, if we continue to get strong jobs reports, that rates will have to rise. Really, we... Don't see it quite that way. Of course, like I said, love to see a strong jobs report. We don't think it's going to be bad. But one sign that's telling us that it may not be as strong as some are thinking is utilities right now. Utilities and rates, I'll say that. After uh, Janie Yellen's comments, rates have only headed lower. The 10-year was down another 1.43% today. And then we also see utilities which have just absolutely nailed the move lower in rates. If you follow the way the rates have trended and utilities going to all-time highs, it's a pretty good tell there. They're the biggest borrowers in the country, so they're highly affected 
by when rates are rising. So if rates, if the market saw that rates were going to be headed higher, utilities would certainly be getting beat up. And they were sold off a little bit today, down about 1.7%. But XLU, the, the utility ETF, is still less than three points away from an all-time high right now. If rates were going to be heading significantly higher and the Fed was going to be raising rates, we, we believe that that would, number would be closer to you know, 15, 20 points away from its all-time high. We're just not seeing it yet. Now, certainly, it's early. We haven't even gotten the jobs report yet, so we'll continue to monitor that correlation there closely. But as we see it right now, uh, we think that we're still in this Goldilocks phase. And, you know, like I said, we'd love to see a strong jobs number, though. But overall, with our market action, like I said earlier, two out of our four major indexes higher on the day. What we see is more likely of an explanation for this is that trees don't grow to the sky. Simply enough, right? There are going to be slight pauses along the way as our market continues to head higher, continues to hit all-time highs. And really, that's healthy. That is normal market action. Some pauses along the way that takes out some of that excessive um, um, excessive bullishness from our market. We've already seen that. The fear and greed index is already down to basically a neutral rating at a 51 now. We saw last week's AAII bullish sentiment fell something like 10% week over week. So huge drop there. You can see how that market action has re- removed some enthusiasm from market watchers, which is, again, healthy for our markets. That's what we want to see. All of our major indexes are nowhere near overbought levels right now. Uh, We saw plenty of room to run, and we're at or within the ballpark of all-time highs. So let's take a look at some of those today. The Dow Jones was our leader on the day of about three-tenths of 1%, hitting an all-time high of 34,230. Again, New highs are not a bearish occurrence, and we saw a phenomenal number of sectors hitting all-time highs here today as well, which I'll get to here more. But for our markets, we were followed there by the S&P 500 just you know, a couple of days away from its all-time high, and there's so much fear in the market. Just a couple of days away. I mean, we're one or two trading sessions. I've made, I'll say two or three if we really want to get big numbers here away from an all-time high. That is just not the time that we see it as a reason to turn bearish. So the S&P up 0.07% on the day to 4,167. We're followed there by the small caps down three-tenths of 1% to 2,241. And lastly, the NASDAQ down 0.37% to 13,582. Looking at our internals on the day, not quite the strength that we wanted to see. They were a little bit stronger in the session, earlier in the session. But I would say we came back mixed to positive here. The NYSE came back positive on advanced decline. NASDAQ slightly negative on advanced decline. But new 52-week highs to lows just continue to impress here. We got 582 stocks hitting new 52-week highs today to just 99 hitting 52-week low, so strong outperformance there. And then looking at volume on the day, we came back positive here on the NYSE, but negative on the NASDAQ. Again, not what you want to see, but I call it mixed to positive on the day-to-day for our internals.
looking at our sectors on the day, this is really what confirms our bullish thesis here. Today, we saw transports hitting all-time highs, industrials all-time high, housing index all-time high, banking index all-time high. And so if, you, if you're catching on to my point here, Folks, there's no clearer sign that the economy and the stock market are ready to rip higher than these sectors continuing to hit all-time high after all-time high. The housing market, the way we use it here for the VRA investing system, is a leading economic indicator. We're getting fresh Dow theory buy signals from the transports and industrials because we got the Dow Jones hitting an all-time high today as well. So both of them confirming our bullish thesis now, in the transports, we're on track after today to hit 14 straight weeks of gains going back to 1900. That is the a record longest streak there, and we find that bullish as well. Looking at our S&P 500 sectors, we finished with five of our 11 uh, higher on the day today, but of those five, big gains. Energy up big on the day, up over 3%, almost back to its coronavirus and pre-coronavirus insanity high level, uh, just a few points away from its highest level since March of last year or before March of last year. So strong gains there. Materials hitting an all-time high today. Financials, which is BKX, that's the banking index. Uh, financials, though, XLF is the ETF we track there for the S&P 500, hitting an all-time high today as well. Healthcare up, and then lastly, industrials also all time high today. Our laggards on the day were utilities, real estate, real estate, consumer discretionary, and then we also saw tech lower today, which of course makes sense with the Nasdaq down. But we got a little bit of divergence here for from the semis. Semis breaking rank here. If you look at the names of semiconductors today, looking at some of the biggest names out there. Higher on the day today, uh, Texas Instruments up a percent and a half, DQ up over three percent. A lot of these names higher today, so great to see. We want to see the tech leading and semis leading tech. So at least we got one of the two today with the semis leading tech. And finally for today, our VRA commodity watch, gold now higher on the day, up about six tenths of one percent to one thousand seven hundred and eighty six. Silver. Pretty much flat on the day, now up 0.02% to $26.56 an ounce. Copper, similar to silver here, up basically flat on the day, up 0.02% to $4.52 a pound. And oil, now down on the day despite energy having a strong day, down just under 6 cents of 1% to $65.31 a barrel. And finally for today, cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, Getting going here, had a strong end of the day today, now up 4.66% to 57,020. We also have Ethereum right at its all-time high here still as well. And then, of course, all the craze right now, Dogecoin, ahead of a lot of people, I just it's kind of funny to speculate about, a lot of people starting to speculate that on Saturday night, on Saturday Night Live, Elon Musk is hosting... And they expect a lot of skits and for Elon to be pumping Dogecoin while he's on there. Even if it is just a joke, uh, people take that seriously when it comes to Elon saying something. And up 
big again today, hit an all-time high earlier today of 69 cents, did fall back down, now just below 60 cents, but just an incredible move here considering it was just a few cents per coin two months ago. Saw a stat today that if you would have invested, and obviously this has been super aggressive, but if you receive stimulus checks and you put all of them into Dogecoin ahead of its move higher, it'd be worth over half a million dollars right now. Uh, so pretty incredible what we're seeing from cryptocurrency. Fun to watch. We've been recommending Bitcoin here for a long time. We have some other ways to get involved in cryptocurrency without buying any coins at all. So come check us out at VRAinsider.com. We've got a two-for-week trial right now. Find out what that position is, uh, one that we're pretty excited about here. Folks, that is all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com. Click that podcast link at the top. We'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.